Hi, this is Pastor Melvin. And I'm Evangelist Felicia. And this is A, a Fruitful, Fruitful Conversation. Conversation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Pastor. It's so good to be here again today. Oh, yes. And once again, we want to thank everyone out there that's listening, that's tuning in to us. We feel that this week we have a great follow-up to last week's uh, conversation on the gift of discernment. And so today we're going to be talking about the importance of having self-control. I think this is a good one for this time of year. Absolutely. Yeah. Self-control is very much needed in this day. We living in a day now where, you know, we encounter so many people. There are a lot of things in this world, especially now, that will provoke the average person. And so we have to be very careful not to be provoked. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do not be easily provoked because uh, we can't even go into the stores now without being provoked. If you check out the news, you'll see that there are many people, you know, many incidents that are happening that uh, should not be happening. And you know, Pastor, you know, sometimes you always talk about these things happen because uh, you, you always use the illustration of the perfect storm. Uh, like we say, they're under a lot of stress, especially at the end of the year. People are under financial stress, under stress in their relationship. It is the end of the year. Uh, they may feel that they have not uh, accomplished what they wanted to accomplish uh, at this time. And uh, they may be reflecting on a bad year. Yeah, you know, Pastor, that's a very good point. This is a time of year of reflection. Yeah. In that you sit and you reflect upon the year. And, you know, the enemy can use that to feed into a lot of negativity and, and put you in a place where you didn't even intend to be. Make you angry. Make you even want to blame other people for maybe the plight that you're in. Yeah, there's a lot of blaming going on when it comes to this, you know. And sometimes people need to really look at themselves. You're right. We need to look within first. The scripture tells us in, in Matthew, you know, that we need to take the, um, the plank out of our own eye before we can see the speck in our brother's eye. And mm -hmm. so, I, you know, that's a very good point in that sometimes we got to look within first to see why we're in the situation. Now, there will be things that we can reflect on and we may see where people have done us harm or something has happened to us that have put us in this situation, maybe of no fault of your own, a company laid off. You know, we hear about a lot of layoffs and things of that nature at this time of year where jobs, even though we talk about how jobs are increasing, we also know that depending on the industry that you're in, sometimes this is the time of year when people actually lose their jobs. And so you have those additional stresses. Yes. So I think what we're trying to say is we got to have that self-control that we are not lured into destructive behavior by the enemy because of our momentary circumstance. Yes, yes. And also one of the things that we need to understand is that Many people will try to use anger as a means to get what they want. You know, when you think about even in the sports arena, you have the football players. When they are practicing, when they are training, they are taught to be aggressive. They are taught that anger is a good thing when you're uh, in an in a intense sports such as that. Yeah, intense And a lot of times okay. they will take that out of the, off of the, uh, athletic field, and they would carry it with them in regular life. So I guess what you're saying, it's like if we could just use it in a in a simple illustration, it's like if we could see anger in terms of just it's something that you're turning on and turning off for 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 the purposes 
of uh, like you're using an example competitiveness like in sports in that in that sense is motivating but what I'm hearing you saying is that sometimes it's not easy to be able then to flip the switch off absolutely in everyday life absolutely and so you find yourself then and coming uh, say in your normal environment and you're using that same type of energy when you're That's interacting right. with others in just everyday situations. That's right. So, and, and we always use the example of road rage because yeah. we know that's one that really the enemy can suck you in. And in a moment's notice, in a, in a split second, you've made, a in some cases, a life-changing decision for so many people because you acted out and you were provoked and you acted out in your anger. Yeah. And see, that's not good. No, it's not. And, and that's what happens. The next thing you know, it's like then one word leads to another word. So we got to really guard ourselves against this spirit of provocation that the yeah. enemy will try to have us to act out impulsively and with a quick temper. And scripture tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 9, do not be quickly provoked in your spirit for right. anger resides in the laps of fools. Yes. So, you know, we need to make sure that we allot enough time in what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Just just maybe pay pay additional attentions that maybe something that normally was only going to take you 30 minutes may take you an hour. Giving some consideration just, just the fact that it's going to be more people. Say if you're shopping, it's going to be more people in the store. So in other words, it's expect long lines and let's not start a knockdown drag out fight in the store. Because you get impatient. So when you, if you can think, try to think before you take action. Think before you respond. Because if you think, you're allowing the Holy Spirit and to direct you through this particular situation. Yeah, and you know, Pastor, and that's what we were talking about last week in discernment. We were talking about that. And you know, and I was just looking at uh, Proverbs and Proverbs chapter 19 verse 11 it says a man wisdom gives him patience absolutely it is to his glory to overlook an offense and so that's letting us know everything maybe some things it's not for us even to respond to absolutely and you know when i think about that i think about jesus when he was on trial when uh, they were crucifying him and they were saying all type of things that would have provoked the average person. That's right. And he showed the ultimate example in just refrain. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, Pastor, you also, you gave an example not long ago about something that happened to you, an incident that happened to you at the at the gas station. Yeah. And I think that would be a great example right, for now. Right, Yeah, I'm driving up to the pump. You know, I didn't see anybody. And I'm driving up to the pump because it was the last day where you get the dollar off the gas mm-hmm. and... Uh, Everybody was there, and I'm pulling up to the pump, and then this other guy comes up in a big 4 by 4 pickup truck. You know, as I'm pulling up and getting out, he pulls up, and he says, uh, I was going after that pump. I was going to get gas, and before I could say, oh, I didn't see you, sir. Uh, I got time to wait. I can, you know, I can wait on you. He said, you know, you took my spot in my pump, and then he just drove off. You know, and that would have been very provoking for a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. But I had patience. I was very thoughtful, slow to respond. And that allowed the Holy Spirit to speak to me. Yeah, and you're right. The sadder part about it was that he didn't allow it for him, you know. It could have been a situation where, okay, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sure. Well, oh, well, you go ahead. 
No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. What you said is it could have been a demonstration of just kindness yes. and courtesy towards one to another. You being able to apologize because you had not seen him no. trying to come to the same pump. Right. And so you were trying to say, I didn't see you, but you didn't even get a chance to extend that courtesy because it took a negative overtone just right. because there was the assumption that you took my spot at the pump, you know, and, and you know, that you did an offense intentionally. And that's the thing in this day and age, we're not even allowed to, to be human beings who makes mistakes. My father used to say often, that's why they put erasers on a pencil because none of us are perfect and we're gonna make mistakes. Well, in this day and age, some people may say, yeah, but no one writes with pencils anymore. But my follow-up to that is, but that's why we still have delete buttons and backspaces. So even if you're using electronics, that means because sometimes you're gonna hit the wrong key. And this also lets us know that sometimes when we're out and we're interacting with the public or we're just interacting with each other or we're home, you know, sometimes we are going to um, do things that really there, it was no intention. There was no ill intention. But if we don't receive it in the right way, a person can, can try to say that you did it in a provoking way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was thinking about the gentleman uh, that I encountered at the gas station. He had the big truck and and I was ready to just pull out of the way. You know, no problem. You know, I can go to another pump. My car is smaller. You know, you got this, you got this big truck. Go ahead, get your gas. But uh, he was so quick to think the negative. Perhaps he had something going on in his life yeah. and he just wanted to lash out. Uh, it seemed to be that way. I don't know. Uh, he didn't stick around long enough for me to find out. Right. But we are going to run into people like that. In many cases, typical response to dealing with anger is with anger. Yeah, to respond in anger. Yeah, yeah. to respond yeah, in anger. Saying. Right, uh-huh. Yeah. That's the typical way. The typical way. Mm -hmm. We don't want that. We want to to be able to uh, show self-control, and that's what we're talking about. We yeah. want to be able to demonstrate that self-control. And the rewards of self-control is you can look back and you can say, thank God that I didn't take the bait for that provocation. That's right. That's, yeah. that's, that's right. And we can thank God for that. No one wants to be on breaking news because in a split second, we didn't exercise, refrain, and self-control. Right. How sad is that? Right. And, you know, we have to think also in the long term pastor, you know, we have to think also in terms of the effects that it has on the other people. You're talking about it's between your example of you and the person at the gas station. Well, if something had to escalate it into something even more negative, there was going to be a whole lot more people affected than just you and that person at the gas station. Right. If someone had gotten hurt and God forbid, if someone had even lost their life, which we're seeing so many foolish things that we're losing our life over. You know I'm a boxing fan. Right. And uh, one of the things a boxer have to learn when he's boxing is self-control. Mm -hmm. uh, you would think that that is a place where you need the anger. You need to, you know, just to be able to fight. But if you watch those boxers, you will see that they are very disciplined in what they do. They just don't go out just swinging. 
you know, they have a strategy, they have a plan, and they have to keep their cool as they go about it. There was a fighter back many years ago who had a bad temper. His nickname was the Fighting Fool. And that's because he would do so many crazy things when he was fighting. He had no self-control. You know, if someone did something illegal against him, he'd get angry. He started swinging wild. If someone say something to him in the ring, he'd get mad. And then he'd lose his temper. And that other fighter would take advantage of that and uh, defeat him and sometimes even knock him out. Wow. Okay. But even in that arena, you must keep your cool. Amen. Amen. As my dad used to say, you got to learn how to maintain your cool. Absolutely. It's not a sign of weakness or anything like that, but it is self-control because you're thinking about your family. You're thinking about your future. You're just thinking about just the problems that you will save by just keeping your cool. By keeping your cool. And you know what, Pastor? Um, what we need to think about, too, is watching at those gas pumps, you know, because that is one of those areas. And that yeah, that is an area because that's a territorial area. You know, people are going for certain things there. And, and, and that's where a lot of these things happen when people are going after the same thing and it's only it's two or three of them but there's only one thing. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. right. Yeah, see? That's right. See when there's a shortage, there's a shortage. Yeah, you try to redeem uh, your points. And, I'm and trying to redeem my points. Right. And there's one pump and there's two of us and and that's how things happen, you know. Uh you know, for that quick second, of course there will be another pump that will be available that's right. but for that quick second, you know. That's right. And somebody uh thinking about that, somebody did a uh study on rats, you know, and uh they noticed that when there was plenty of food, the rats got along just fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Boy, but when there was a shortage of food, oh man, the fighting started, you know, and if man do not handle anger right, he will be acting just like the rats. <laughs> that's right, Pastor. So we really And we to... don't want to do that. That's right. That's right. We Yes, I don't want to be acting like a rat, that's for sure. So we really want to make sure that we Oh my goodness. We really want to make sure that we Yeah, we don't want to act like rats. What an example. But But that's how the devil will reduce us. <laughs> okay. So let's watch the gas pumps, okay? And uh, we just, <laughs> we give God the glory for this fruitful conversation because I think that we've made it where we were trying to get there. And that Amen. is to say like, hey, let's be careful out there. Yes. Uh, let's know that it's going to be this time of hustling and bustling. But let's use restraint. Let's use self-control and let's control our anger. That's right. Amen. Amen. And, you know, and conduct ourselves like people, not rats. That's okay. And we'll close on that note. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You have been listening to Pastors Melvin and Felicia Wallace of the Light of the World Church of God located in Hagerstown, Maryland. Our aim is to reach the masses for Christ across this nation and beyond through our A Light for Christ Outreach Ministry. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization organized under the Church of God Ministries, Anderson, Indiana. We do hope you will support our efforts. How? Donate, subscribe, share the light, 
Stay tuned in for all things inspirational at www.alightforchrist.com. You may also mail your gift to the Light of the World Church of God, 19813 Lettisburg Pike, number 107, Hagerstown, Maryland, 21742. We hope you have been enlightened, encouraged, and uplifted today. Join us again next week for another fruitful conversation in the Lord. Until then, may God bless you and keep you in his care.